what's up, hello, welcome to Hack a Chat. I'm Chuck P. This is our Southwest Division preview. With me, as always, is the Republican candidate, Dan Old Trump. Dan, what are we going to do today? We are here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. Behind the MacBook, we have the anchor of our AV, Gyro. It's nice to be here. We're glad you showed up. Here we are with our next division preview, Southwest Division. We're going to be talking many different things about these five teams, specifically a player to watch, player we're keeping our eye on, good or bad. We're going to look at fun, some fun lineups that we're going to come up with for each of these teams. And we're also going to do our M. Night Shyamalan twist. M. Night Shyamalan movies, they always have some weird twist. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's not good at all. We're going to discuss what those twists are for each one of these teams. We're going to tell you what that twist is so you know what's coming, so you expect what's going to happen at the end of this season. We're spoiling everything, so make sure you're aware of that. We always do a theme for every single one of our previews, but first, I got to tell you about our five-minute buzzer. We got to keep these quick. We got to keep these rolling, so if we're going too far, we're going to hear this, which means we got to move on, but we'll get through them. We have our theme. Dan, are you ready for this one? I really I like it. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Southwest Division. We're talking presidential candidates. We got the election coming up. Every single one of the teams in the Southwest Division is a cabinet position. Oh, really cool. And here we go. Now, these are all going to be secretaries. We're specifically talking about the coaches in each one of these. So right. we're going to start out with the Dallas Mavericks. We're talking Rick Carlisle. Yes. Secretary of Defense. What do you think about that, Dan? I think it's fantastic. Uh, just a very prestigious position in the cabinet should be given to one of the top NBA coaches in the NBA, Rick Carlisle. Great pick for Secretary of Defense. And it made me think of the NBA Finals when the Heat were playing the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. And the the Heat or the, the Mavericks just came up with so many different defensive schemes right. to confuse LeBron to confuse the uh, the Heat, confuse Dwayne Wade, just did a lot of things where it was like, shoot, this team may not win a championship. All Rick Carlisle just being smarter than the best players on the planet. I like that one. It's a good pick. Absolutely. I'm really excited about this team with the Mavericks. Number one, Are you? because of Rick Carlisle. Love, love Rick Carlisle. Can never vote against Rick Carlisle. Second... I get to talk about the player who was the first player I ever talked about on our podcast. Our first ever show was talking about the All-Star Weekend, and we talked right. about the Rising Stars game, and the first guy I brought up was Dwight Powell. So we get to talk about Dwight Powell again. It's really weird that he's such a notable person in our life, but not that much in the NBA. He's yeah. going to be. This is yeah. a power forward who has a lot of power. He has a great deal of athleticism, and Dirk is getting getting old he's been doing that for a couple years now Dwight Powell may see a couple more minutes and a couple more minutes as the season goes on especially as Rick Carla tries to keep Dirk for the playoffs yeah that's right I said playoffs um, Ooh, so I'm, I'm thinking Dwight Powell is going to have a, a, a decent role here I really like him for the Mavericks who are cool. you going to be watching Dan 
well, there's some new faces to be watching. You know, you've got Harrison Barnes there now. You've got Andrew Bogut there. You lose Chandler champions. Parsons. Champions. Yes, champions. Champions. Absolutely. Not from a year ago, but two years ago. Hey, um, they were champions. No, they were no, champions. They, they, they were, were champions. They were not. They, they were rings. champions. Anyway, they play the championship. But yes, so, you, so you lose a guy like Chandler Parsons. You lose a guy like Zaza Pachulia. But you bring in Andrew Bogut. You bring in Harrison Barnes. But not going to keep my focus on those two guys. My focus is on Justin Anderson. Um, we saw him in the playoffs last year mm-hmm. go toe to toe with Kevin Durant in the first yep. round. We saw him Break not the be fight. afraid. Was is he the guy who walked through with uh, Charlie Villanueva? He was the other guy that walked through with Charlie Villanueva. Westbrook um, in campaign dancing. He's, he's, he's kind of got this just like nobody mess with me attitude. Yep. Like you know, we sometimes talk about that the back alley, like guys in the NBA you don't want to be messing with mm-hmm. in those like skirmishes. He's a guy I wouldn't want to mess with. He's just got that mean, angry face all of the time, and he attacks. He's left-handed. He's big and strong. He can play on the offensive end. He can shoot it a little bit. Not great, but a little bit. Um, and he's a great defender, and he just does not back down from anybody. And those are the kind of guys I like to watch. I'm going to keep my eye on him. Chuck, give me a five lineup, a group of five guys you're going to be keeping an eye on as a lineup you'd like to put together for the Dallas Mavericks. I got Darren Williams at my one. Wes Matthews, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed. Wes Matthews, two yeah. years ago, was really, really great when he was right. with the Trailblazers. He's coming off that Achilles. You know, some people say it takes two years to come back from that thing. And, right. and this is year two. So let's see what happens. Uh, Harrison Barnes, he's a, a former champion. Uh, he never could really find that, that role for him in, in Golden State. And so he was shipped out. I think he has great athletic ability. We'll see what he does. Dirk is Dirk. You always love watching him play. And I'm putting Dwight Powell at my five. He's 6'11". Yep. Like, you never know what this guy's going to be made of. I think that he's going to be their first guy off the bench. I really, really like what I'm seeing like out of him so far. You don't have him. You, you've got Bogut at your five, right? Who I are sure you putting do. around Bogut? So at the number one spot, I'm putting J.J. Barea. Uh, really fits well with Rick Carlisle. He's back. <laughs> Uh, they just have had a really good relationship mm-hmm. as they've been on the you know same roster being coached underneath Rick Carlisle. I really like J.J. Barea. Um, putting Wes Matthews, same thing you just talked about, fingers crossed with that Achilles. I'd like to see him kind of get back to that you know alpha dog mentality that he had when he was in Portland before the Achilles blew. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm putting um, Justin Anderson at my small forward spot. Um, again, we talked a little bit about him before we dove, dove into this. Harrison Barnes at my four. Again, this is going to be like a, like a smaller spread the court, you know, attack and, you know, small ball lineup. And then you've got Andrew Bogut to kind of defend the rim. So mm-hmm. that's the five guys just in a dream world of the guys I'd like to see on the floor together at the same time. I think Rick Carlisle can do some really cool things with just how they move the ball, how they attack the basket, what they did on offense. Just really smart, smooth, free-flowing offense that Carlisle can, you know, always put together with a talented group of guys. How do you see this season ending up for the Mavericks? Oh, gosh. Was that the buzzer? Yeah, that was the buzzer. Let's move. Let's, Let's get move. Uh, so I really feel like the movie, the De- just movie Devil, came mm-hmm. out after two flops of Shyamalan. Okay. Uh, and we, we kind of looked at him as like, a maybe Shyamalan's not that good. <laughs> That's how I feel about Harrison Barnes. Flopped in the postseason. Didn't do well when the, 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 the chips were stacked the highest. Mm-hmm. Now he's got a big deal in, in Dallas. I just don't think it works out. I actually have Dallas outside looking in this year. As much as I love Rick Carlisle, I just mm-hmm. don't see this team in the playoffs. I don't like it. Chuck P., what do you have? Well, uh, the last time that Harrison Barnes 
and Andrew Bogut were on the same um, team as a man named Curry. They won 73 games in the year before they won a championship. Seth Curry's on this team, man. I mean, That's you still true. got him. You got Seth Curry. You still have some weird shooting. I think Rick Carlisle is going to do something with these guys. If anyone can get what he's worth out of Harrison Barnes, it's Pop, it's Bud, it's Stevens, it's Kerr, and it's Rick Carlisle. I think Rick Carlisle is going to get every ounce out of him, especially since that's all he's got at this point. I have them in my five spot. I really oh, like wow. the Mavericks this year. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, pretty good. Next team, we got Mike D'Antoni is the coach of the Houston Rockets. That's a that's a major change. We're going to see a lot of offense. Yes. We're going to be seeing a lot of cash coming through here. That's the Secretary yes. of the Treasury is Mike that's D'Antoni. Right. I mean, he's going to be seeing a lot of points going up on scoreboards. Maybe not a lot of defense, but a lot of points. That's his deal. We're going to right. see this team going quick, fast, and making a lot of shots. What are you thinking about this team this year, Dan? Who are you going to keep your eye on? Well, you know, we've got some really cool additions to this team. So before mm-hmm. we even jump in, we've got Eric Gordon joining the mix. We've got one of my favorite guys, P.J. Harrison, joining the mix. Yes, exactly. Uh, I love that. And we've got Ryan Anderson joining the mix. Mm-hmm. So three guys joining the mix. Not defensive-minded guys, but you know what? Mike D'Antoni does not care. You he didn't even say Nene. Nene's on the team, too. And I didn't say Nene. Another yeah. guy who is on the wrong side of 30 <laughs> doesn't care about defense. Right. So, guys, let's just get him in. Let's run up and down. Let's shoot the ball. Um, but, guys, I'm keeping my eye on Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. I think could be a really good fit in this up-and-down, fast-paced, attack, shots, offense-focused team with Mike D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. The big thing with him is I just I hope that he stays healthy. He's been plagued by injuries since he's been in the league, but when he's been healthy, he's been a quality basketball player, and he's been a really good fit in a lot of different systems he's been in. Mm-hmm. I think this system will really take all of his best attributes, put them together, let him run around and get some shots knocked down, let him get to the basket, let him use a pick and roll, let him do all the things he's capable of doing, playing off the ball a little bit with James Harden. So I like Eric Gordon. Want to keep my eye on him. Chuck P., you may have gone a different route. Who'd you go with? I went with Sam Decker. Now, I've often talked about a lot of times guys make an impact in the NCAA tournament, so I want to see what they're doing in the pros. You know, I don't watch a lot of college basketball, but I watch who's going to be drafted in the uh, upper echelons and the NCAA tournament. And Sam right. Decker made an impression with that Wisconsin team, making sure it did. all the way to the finals. If he can get a shot going, he's going to add – a good shot to the greatest NBA Twitter handle there is. He's the best follow. Follow Sam Decker on Twitter. If you if you don't even like the NBA, follow him on Twitter. He's the best. It's amazing. Also, a uh, special shout-out to Anoku. Uh, he shoots his free throws underhanded. Yep. Yeah, they've got an underhanded free throw shooter playing center for the Rockets. You, I mean, you got to keep your eyes on him. But Sam Decker, I'm putting... Around him, I'm putting Beverly at the one, and then yeah. I'm putting shooting, just shooting. I just want all, all of the shots. I put James Harden. I put Sam Decker. I put Dover's guy, Trevor Athreza. Nice. And Ryan Anderson. Who needs defense when you can all shoot every three-pointer ever made? This right. team is going to shoot probably 14,000 threes this year, and that might be an underestimation. Uh, uh, like, they're going to shoot so much. Yeah. They're so shoot a lot. many threes. It's going to be amazing. I love that lineup. It's it's completely impractical, but still. Who are you putting on the floor, Dan? So, uh, I went a similar route, but a different route. Um, okay. So, what does D'Antoni do the best? 
he has point guards who are just knifing through defenses, attacking, shooting, getting guys involved. I think Harden's going to play that point guard role a lot. Why take the ball out of his hand? They're going to put the ball ball in his hands, and I feel like Capella is going to fit into that kind of Amari role. Screen, attack, screen, roll, screen, get to the basket, catch lobs. You know, he's going to kind of fill that kind of high ball screen attack the rim. So I have Harden at the one. I have Eric Gordon at the two. Trevor Reza at the three. Guys that can spread the floor a little bit. Again, Ryan Anderson at the four, another guy who can spread it. And then you have Clint Capella who can defend the rim at the other end, kind of make up for Ryan Anderson's shortcomings, massive shortcomings massive at the defensive end, um, but can also roll and attack the rim. So I, I, I don't know why I went the way that I went and left this team out of the playoffs. The more I look at it, the more I think I messed up. But I have them outside also, looking in. You also have the Jazz at three. So but I also have the Jazz at three. Yeah. So I'm not necessarily the smartest guy in the room. Um, I, you know, I, I looked back at this and thought, shoot, Dan, what were you thinking? Why didn't you have them in the playoffs? Um, so well, I think the reason have them the why... outside looking in. But I like this lineup. I like the team they put together. Um, I think it's going to be quality. I think the reason why is the same reason I put them only at the eight seed is they're probably going to have a top five offense, but they're going to have a bottom five defense. I mean, they have guys across the board who are just not, 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 you know, mediocre to bad, just horrendous, like tragically bad defenders. Right. And and sure they have like Trevor Ariza and, and Beverly, but like they also have Ryan Anderson and James Harden who are just notably horrible at defense. Right. I think they're going to be a tough first round get, but I think that's it. They're going to get in the first round. They're going to sneak in and get ousted by the Warriors. Just yeah, I, I don't I think I'm I, looking back and kind of remembering why I went the way that I went. I don't love the depth I don't guys they have coming off the bench, um, but ultimately they do have James Harden. I consider him for MVP. I think he's probably going to finish in the top five just because the number is going to be so gaudy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, have him on the outside looking in. Moving on to our next team, we have David Fisdale is taking over for the Memphis Grizzlies. And I tell you what, I'm looking up and down on this Memphis Grizzlies squad. There's not a lot of shooting. There's going to be a lot of bricks going up. A lot of bricks. That way, David Fisdale, he's the Secretary of Housing and Human Development. Because they're going to have enough bricks to to make houses for every single person in this country. Do you like that one? Dover, Dover was rolling his eyes when I said all the bricks. He's like, I, I know where this is going. Coming from across <laughs> two states. Yeah, I I think that this is a team that is um, lacks depth. Yes. is the nicest way I could put it. Yes, they don't <laughs> have nice a lot of guys coming off the bench that you can count on for scoring. Now they do have Vince Carter, but he is like basically old. forty. He's um, old. It, he is in the category of wait, wait, Vince. Vince Carter's still in the league? Right. What? Wait, what? And he was one of those guys that also like transitioned like his role on the team. Kind of like how Gary Payton did later on in his career yeah. uh, to a guy off the bench. You, Vince Carter is like a three-point shooter off the bench, like a change Knocked of pace offense three-point shooter, yeah. It's, it's, it's really weird. Like That's not what we expected out of Vince Carter. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's fun. They, they have some interesting players. Dan, who are you going to keep your eye on for the Memphis Grizzlies? So I'll, keep, I'll be keeping my eye on their newest addition, probably their most um, you know, known commodity mm-hmm. as far as guys they picked up and brought in. I'm keeping my eye on Chandler Parsons, mainly because the health has been an issue the mainly last couple of Mainly because he's the handsomest man in the NBA. I'm going to keep my he's, eyes on him, too. Oh my he's goodness. very striking. He's gorgeous. Uh, very gorgeous. nice cheekbones, great haircut. Um, oh, people love him, and he's 6'10", so you really don't Me. miss him when he walks by. 
Um, <laughs> man crush on Chandler Parson aside, uh, the thing is going to be I just hope that he stays healthy. And that's kind of the theme for this team is can they stay healthy? They played 28 I, players last year. Yeah, and we, we, we joked about this last year. Like, they just were held together with, you know, pieces of duct tape and toothpicks and anything you could find in that, like, loose drawer that you just have in your kitchen where it's mm-hmm. like, uh, maybe I can put something together with this. Like, the putty you put posters up with when you're five years old. Like, that's what <laughs> held this team together. Um, but I'm just hoping for health. Keep my eye on Chandler Parsons, though, as we uh, start this next season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's a good season for him. Chuck P., you went a different route, maybe a younger face, a face we don't know. Who did you go with? Exactly. Wade Baldwin is who I'm keeping my eye on. I mean, he's going to be if, – if anyone goes down, and, you know, we saw what happened with, with Mike Conley in the past. If, if he's going down, Wade Baldwin's their guy. Uh, yeah. I think this guy could potentially turn into, not this year, but in the coming years, a great, great bench player. Uh, like yeah. I, I, I really, really like what we've already seen out of Wade Baldwin in the off or in the preseason, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about him. But for now, they've got Mike Conley in there, one of Dover's favorite players. Yeah. Because you know, Buckeye, you know, we, we got yeah, room right. for him. I'm putting him at my one. I'm putting Tony Allen first team all defense. Like I, I he's not quite the first team all defensive guy that he's been in the past, but he he's a crazy dude and I love seeing him on the floor. Right. I'm putting Chandler Parsons at my three because who doesn't want to look at Chandler Parsons? I think Jermichael Green is one of those future guys for the Grizzlies. Definitely. As well as, I think Brandon Wright is a really underrated player in the NBA. Completely agree with you. He's an amazingly efficient player. Like, he was, I think last year, was at one point leading the league in offensive efficiency. It was insane. Like, he he's a great, great offensive efficiency guy. Lacks a little on defense, but... I really think he's an underrated player, and I really want to see him come into his own uh, on, on this Grizzlies team. Who are you putting on the floor, Dan? So I've got Conley at my one. I'm keeping it spicy with uh, Vince Carter at my shooting guard spot, adding some shooting to this roster. Chandler Parsons at my three. Zach Randolph and Marcus Gasol at the four and five. I think those two guys together just are playing and play at a different level than two bigs. The most of the rest of the bigs in the NBA, just because they've played together for so long now. Again, older the league has moved away from playing two bigs at the same time. Right. Um, you have a new coach uh, with uh, David Fisdale, who's been around a ton of winning in Miami. Mm-hmm. He's been around the best of the best in Miami. I think he is very well liked amongst NBA players. I think he's going to have the ear of the locker room in his first head coaching role. Uh, I think it's going to be a good fit for them. I think they're going to continue that grit and grind. I think they're going to continue that different zigging when people are zagging. I think they're going to continue to go pound it, defend it, instead of spread it and shoot threes. Mm -hmm. So that's why, as my M. Night Shyamalan crazy pick here with the twist, I think they're going to stay healthy. I think they're going to stay afloat. I think they're going to be that tough, veteran, crafty team that just strings together those wins that you need to make it into the playoffs. And I actually have them sneaking in as my seven. I think they're going to get in. I don't think they're going to win. But I think they're going to be problems for team in the league this season. Chuck P, what are you thinking? You I don't know, think it's I, going to be the same. I I don't think so. I have them missing the playoffs. I, I think that uh, two of their pieces are going to go down, and they again they lack depth. Uh, I don't think that Baldwin's ready to be in the starting lineup, and and I don't really count on. Uh, they have old guys playing too, and yeah. that's not a position where you can afford to have a guy a step behind. Um, right. 
I, I just don't think that they have it this year. I like the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I am, I'm playing on the Memphis Grizzlies in my NBA 2K uh, career. And nice. we do really well. I mean, w- w- I think we're it's like forty and thirteen right now. It's insane. We're doing great. But How are your numbers? Oh, uh, I'm I came off the bench to start the year. I'm, I'm getting ten points a game. I'm averaging nice. only ten minutes a game though. So it's like, pretty good, pretty know, efficient. We're doing, yeah, we're doing pretty well. Um, nice. But that aside, I, I think the the Grizzlies are missing the playoffs. Doesn't mean we're not rooting for them though. No. Next team we got is the New Orleans Pelicans. Alvin Gentry. He is the Secretary of Health and Human Services. You know why? Because if anyone knows the healthcare system in this country, it is the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. I he mean, after to. all they've gone through the last few years with Davis going out, Tyreek Evans getting injured, uh, Drew Holiday, uh, Ryan Anderson going out, um, Eric Gordon went out last year. I mean, they, they had to go get Ish Smith and Nate Robinson played for them at one point last year. They... Speaking of injuries off the Grizzlies, injuries aplenty for the yes. Pelicans. Alvin Gentry uh, has a very good idea of what's going on with the healthcare system. So that's why yes. I put him in that position. Well, well not even that, but he's got, a, <clears throat> he's got a starting point guard missing time this season because right. his wife is unhealthy, right. which kind of like, – let's step back and take a, like a, uh, a step away from the NBA and say mm-hmm. not something I would say the majority of guys in the league would do. Right. I applaud him for it. It's kind of cool. Oh, it's great. For Super him. different. I think it's really cool that the Pelicans have said, hey, we're going to partner with you. Make sure your your home is taken care mm-hmm. of before you come back and see us. So yeah. kind and of a cool Lord thing Holiday that's happening going with the through successful procedures, which is great news. Yeah. I right. mean, just, you know, real talk. It's amazing that she's going through well and, and just yeah. all of the thoughts go into her and her recovery and their whole family. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's going to be a really weird situation to deal with coming yeah. into the year and it's it's something very unique that uh, everyone's going to be keeping their eyes on um yes. speaking of uh keeping their eyes on a player i didn't fill in this sure didn't here. you left, I, that I one left out. it blank well i got news uh i'm i'm keeping an eye on my rookie of the year that's buddy yeah. healed absolutely i mean he's he's got all the chances in the world he's gonna he's got all the sam cassells and all the little buddies in the world he's gonna right. he's gonna tear it down man i i love buddy i love buddy and the nba is gonna love buddy too uh who are you keeping your eye on dan so i'm keeping my eye on another rookie um from the same draft classes mm-hmm. Shik diallo i don't know if you listeners that kind of went through have been with us for a long time we did the uh nba draft before the actual nba draft kind of did our picks and selections almost you know, 15 through 30, I was like, hey, why isn't anybody taking Chick Diallo? Why isn't anybody <laughs> taking – like, the entire time I was like, somebody take Chick Diallo because I did not have the draft pick there. Um, I liked the way he played in the summer league. Uh, High-energy guy, long athlete, playing alongside Anthony Davis is going to be very good for him. I don't think he's going to make large waves in the NBA, but I think having – guys be injured and getting the minutes i think it's going to be good for his long-term career so i'm going to just keep my eye on how he develops keep my eye on what he's doing keep mm-hmm. an eye on you know his energy and his level of play um the big thing is he brings the energy we've talked about this with thon maker he plays really hard that's something they can't coach so if they can coach the other stuff into it i'm going to keep my eye on if he keeps that same energy so uh, i've who got are the five Jake guys you're going to put on the floor man so a new addition etuan moore i'm putting him at the one uh, we don't have a real point guard right mm-hmm. now because we've got a lot of different things, different circumstances. So I'm just going to put Etuan Moore there. He's played that spot a little in Chicago, played it in college at Purdue. So he's mm-hmm. and he just got paid. You know, get him a little money. Let's get him in here and have him play the point guard spot. Your guy, buddy, have him at the two. He's going to have plenty of opportunities to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's give him some shots here early. 
Solomon Hill, another new addition, going to have him there at the small forward spot. Terrence Jones at the four and Anthony Davis at the five. Hopefully he stays healthy. Um, again, not super excited about this lineup, not super excited about this team, but if we just had to roll something together and get it out there, that's who I'd go with. Chuck P., Who's the five you're putting on the floor? I put Davis out on my five as well. Uh, Terrence Jones, we saw flashes of him uh, in Houston playing well. Um, Kentucky guy, really like him. Um, I put Buddy Heald at my one because why ever take the ball out of Buddy Heald's hands? Just, why not? Uh, look, I realize he's not a point guard, but screw it. He's going to be a point guard. We're going to make Buddy do everything. Tyreek Evans, this is your opportunity to finally be, hey, I'm uh, a decent player in the NBA. This is your chance. If, if you can't do it here, you're never going to do it. This guy was rookie of the year in, what, 2009? And yep. he, he has never, he's never been at that level that he was then. No. It, if This is it. Make or break for Tyreek Evans. And speaking of make or break, I'm putting Lance Stevenson in my three. Why? Because I want to see if he'll do something with his final chance. And B, I want to see him be a crazy person. Because Why not? <laughs> with this team, oh, there's nothing else left. There's, <laughs> there's not. nothing else left. Uh, Dan, you're really not looking great for this team. What, what are you thinking is going to happen with the Pelicans this year? Ah. Uh. So our M. Night Shyamalan prediction, I mm -hmm. actually went ahead and went an M. Night Shyamalan reference. The last airbender was just horrendous. Yep. And this team is just horrendous. It's not good. They're going to be the punching bag good. in the West. They're going to be one of the teams that just gets loaded up on a night-in, night-out basis. Mm -hmm. I feel really bad for Anthony Davis that he's going to have to play with this, and I hope that they can kind of retool going into mm -hmm. next season. But this is not the year. This is the last airbender. This is really, really bad. What is your prediction? Uh, I'm thinking there's going to be too much inconsistency, not just with uh, play on the court, but literally who is going to be on the court. Yeah. Um, and I think that if I had to make it, if I had to take a guess uh, of who would be the first uh, head coach out of a job, I think it might be Alvin Gentry, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Not that I thought Alvin Gentry's done a bad job, but he hasn't had the opportunity to create lineups at all. And yep. um, everyone looks for a scapegoat. So, uh, yeah. unfortunately, he may be out of a job. Another guy who uh, I've talked about um, maybe leaving his position, um, we'll get to that M. Night Shyamalan later on, um, Greg Popovich is the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, and thank you. Let's talk about a real team. Can we talk about a real yes. team? Yes, here we good. go. Here's the Secretary of State, man. You got to be able to be up on all of your foreign policies because they got a lot of foreign players. I mean, they sure got guys do. from Argentina and, and Spain and France. France. Okay, they're all that's that's like one area. But I mean, it's they've like got people area. from all over the place constantly. Over. That's just what they do. And so we had to put them as Secretary of State as well as I mean, that's the highest cabinet position available. I mean, it's right. Greg Popovich. We love that guy. We got to put him up as far as we can. Exactly. We already have the president, Brad Stevens, so we mm. had to have you know right. his cabinet put together for him. We don't and, have a vice president yeah, yet. Yeah, we need we'll, a vice we'll president. Ooh, Doc Rivers might be part of that. Ooh. Mm, interesting. Uh, just choice. because I think Doc Rivers is uh, as vice president is one of those things where you just can't mess things up. Um, vice that, president. He, the he vice president a, doesn't He doesn't do, do anything. He needs a break. He's like a GM and heck. We'll talk about Doc Rivers later. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are we keeping an eye on for the San Antonio Spurs, Dan? So a guy I really enjoy is Kyle Anderson. Yes. And yes. He, like there's like yes. if you watch him and you're like just watching basketball for like the first time you're like I don't get it with this guy it doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense. But he does so many things well. Uh -huh. He's a 6-9, you know, small forward, shooting guard, 
point guard, but can kind of play power forward, but right. can kind of play center if yeah. he needs to. He's he just got a, He's a Swiss Army knife of I a guy it. who's you know, and the, the Spurs love those kind of guys. You know, they I think Boris Diaw became incredibly expendable for them because mm-hmm. Kyle Anderson's gonna be able to just step right into that role of being able to bounce around and play different they play different positions, distribute the ball to different guys. Um, knock down shots when he has to, and defend multiple positions on the other end. I think Kyle Anderson's the guy who I'm keeping my eye on. I'm really excited about him. In parentheses to that, uh, Dejounte Murray, I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope he gets just you know those. I think he was the steal of the draft. Completely agree. Um, the Spurs have not had a hyper athlete like this in a really long time, and he is a hyper athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can I, I hate to compare guys to Russell Westbrook because he's not Russell Westbrook. He's not there yet. But right. the same type of change of speed, same type of attack the rim mentality, they just have some really cool things, some cool pieces. Chuck P, who are you keeping your eye on to start the year for the Spurs? Pau Gasol, from the moment he entered the league, was destined to play for Greg Popovich. Exactly. Like It just yes. made so much sense. And we finally have it, after all of these finally. years, him playing right. for Greg Popovich. I'm yes. really excited about Pau. I really like him as a player. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, passing the ball with, with Aldridge and Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, I have as my MVP pick. And yes, I, I think a lot of that has something to do with how he's going to play with Pau Gasol. And, and my lineup that I have going on is is Kawhi, Aldridge, and Gasol. I'm putting Danny Green at the two, and I put Patty Mills at my one. I talked a lot about Patty Mills as well in our big season preview because I think he'll be our sixth man of the year. Yep. I really like Patty. I really think uh, this this lineup is going to do really, really good things. Dan, yeah. who are we putting on the floor? So I went a similar direction. Uh, I said Patty Mills, but also in parentheses, Jonathan Murray. Right. Both those guys I want to see at that point guard spot uh, for the Spurs. Went Danny Green at my two as well. Went Kawhi Leonard as my three. Went Kyle Anderson as my four alongside uh, LaMarca Soldiers as the five. Just guys that can space it, guys that can pass it, guys that can shoot it. Popovich is a genius. What they do offensively is so incredible with how they move, how they screen before the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just incredible. Yeah. Like They are just so well-coached. They're a well-oiled machine. They are the patriots of the NBA. Like Just when you put yeah. people in and they succeed, that's what they're going to do. Uh, so to take a look at like big picture, M. Night Shyamalan, the twist, what's that? Well, not twist. They take a small step back. I feel like I have them as the, the – um, where yeah, I have them? I have the you two. got them too? I, I also have them too. Wait, did I have them as the two? Let me take yes, a look at this real quick. Because I sure did. But they, they really don't take that much of a step back with what I have. I mean, but, they won 67 wins. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win that many. That's, maybe, that's, that's what I meant when like, I had a yeah, small step back I mean, there. They're, they're not going to win that many games this year, in my opinion. I think you lose Duncan, you kind of lose that just, hey, that's the guy in the room. He's the voice. New voice with kind of the players. We still have pop at the helm. Small step back, but they're still my two seed. Chuck mm. P, what's your M. Night Shyamalan? You've got a cool one here. What is it? Yeah, I love this. Uh, first off, I think they're going to be the two seed as well. It's the Spurs. The Spurs are going to Spurs. Um, I think that Pop didn't want to continue on without Tim Duncan. I don't think he wants to continue on without Tim Duncan. That was his guy, and he's all, he's all set to go. Uh, I think at some point this year, he's going to make an announcement that he is stepping down as head coach. And we're going to see the first ever female head coach in the NBA, Becky Hammond. I love Becky Hammond. We saw her coaching in the summer league the last few years. She's the first person. She's the first woman to ever coach a summer league team. First coach or first woman to ever win a summer league tournament. They won the tournament with her as head coach. Absolutely. I love Becky Hammond. I, I am so excited about her and her position in the NBA right now. 
And I think that this is just a total Spurs thing to do. It, it's, it's a person who has been in their system for a few years now, bring them up in the ranks, and then just totally shake the NBA up, putting Becky Hammond in that spot. I love that twist. Isn't that amazing? And it's, and it's very timely with what's happening in the political world right now. Absolutely. Nice choice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Presidential wave. That's it. That was our Southwest Division wrap-up preview. Not wrap-up. This is the beginning of the year. What, what am I wrapping wrap it, up? Wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Wrap it up. Dover's telling. He's giving me the finger. I got to tell you guys to check out our brand spanking new YouTube channel and Facebook page. Just put Hack a Chat in that search. You'll be able to find it. Seriously, it's that easy. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review to all of our stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, the Google Play Store, all of that stuff. Make sure you're sharing it with friends. You're getting that out there. Check out thegamehouse.com, H-A-U-S, The Game House. Please go check out their stuff. You can see all the rest of our divisional previews. They're going to be up there as well as all of their great content they already have going. Uh, we missed the meeting tonight. That's it. Their meeting is finally over, I bet. Uh, Probably. I, I think, it's been, I think it's, it's been I days. I think they're wrapping things up right now. I think that's what days. Dover said, wrap it up. Because oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, I've been listening in too. on the meeting. That's yeah. a good call. Well, apparently yeah. they had some big news. We didn't Marathon even hear it. meeting. Whatever. What they'll the, be fine. So uh, make sure you go and check out thegamehouse.com. They've got a brand new look to them. They're doing great. They've got some great content. Uh, that's it for us. We're so excited to have all of these previews. Um, coming wait, out to you. Wait. We still have uh, a few uh, left. We're not, well, uh, Make sure keep you going. keep your eyes yeah. out. And what? You look disappointed. Well, I think, you, you know, about? we've talked about, you know, cabinet positions. I think mm -hmm. Harold Miner would really do well in politics. Why? He's well-spoken. No, um, he had a very rapid meteoric rise in the NBA and kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah. You know who loves a, a, com bit, you know loves a comeback? The political system. Uh, Harold Miner, bring him back. Kim so can we talk about him, please? No. You know, we've got a, we, we did this one quickly. Can we? We got a little time here. It's like Dover. Late, Dover, probably. we have the time, right? Ne uh, Dover, no, say no. no. Dover, say we no. We don't have the time. Thank you, Dover. Next, you. next no. one. All right. Um, maybe on the next one. Maybe on the next one. Maybe I'll on think the next maybe. one. Yeah. Well, uh, until then, travel safe. Be good to one another. Ball out. Ball out.